0: Hi and welcome to my podcast Eileen Talks Menopause. When it comes to menopause I always say knowledge is power so keep listening to learn about all things perimenopause and menopause and gain the knowledge and power to take control of your symptoms, ease worries and find the answers to questions you didn't even know you had. Do you keep second-guessing yourself? Are you struggling to make decisions? Perhaps you're constantly worried and keep thinking about things that could go wrong. And this is more common than you realise. In this podcast, I talk about what can cause overthinking and irrational thoughts in the perimenopause and menopause and what you can do to help yourself. through phases of being a little bit indecisive and worrying about things. But in perimenopause and menopause, this can go to the extreme. So we can be completely caught up in our thoughts. We can overthink, which can make anxiety worse. I had someone contact me not long ago who was in the exact situation and she was getting so anxious because this wasn't her normal self. She said that she also felt like she's got an angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other and they were constantly at each other. So I thought this would make a really good topic. Firstly, let's take a look at some of the signs of overthinking and irrational thoughts to help you identify if this is something you are are experiencing too. It's about thinking too much about something. It's not just passing thought about things that are going on, but you're dwelling on things. You're going over and over the same scenario or the same situation. You're thinking about the same things, And these thoughts are taking over everything else. It can be dwelling on things a lot and also second guessing yourself, which maybe you never used to do. It can be that you're unable to make a decision. Maybe you were always able to decide what you were going to do and you followed it through, but now you find you can't make a decision and you're worrying about this and what's going to happen. And so the action part of it never actually comes to past. You're you're dithering, as, as we say up here in Scotland. You dither a lot when you can't make up your mind about what to do with anything. It can be constant worry and anxiety about things. And again, these thoughts can take over and you end up focusing so much on these that you can't get on with your daily life. It can be the fact that you can't relax at all. You can't unwind, even when work is finished. If you're watching TV or read, These intrusive thoughts are just coming to the fore and eventually these can affect your sleep. You can find that you can't sleep because these thoughts are going round and round your head too and and that's not something you want. It can be lots of the worst case scenarios. Everything that goes on, you think, what if this happens? What if that happens? What am I going to do if this goes on? And one of the problems with this symptom is that it's very often focused on our loved ones. So we imagine what happens if they die or we worry about them going out and doing their own thing. And it can also be what's happening in the world in general. Maybe it gets to the point you can't even watch the news or, or read newspapers anymore because it affects you so much. And we can all imagine the worst case scenario and that's going to have a huge impact on our daily life. It can be about just having having negative thoughts the whole time. It's maybe you just feel that you're under a dark cloud and it's following you around. You can't see the good in anything and you're always looking out for things to go wrong. And we just can't get out of this big hole. It can also be about replaying past experiences. You know, you can look back and go, oh, could I have done that differently? Why didn't I do this? Or I wish I'd done that instead. And oh, Things just haven't turned out the way that that I wanted them to. And again, this keeps us in the past and not actually focusing on how we can help ourselves in the present. So what causes overthinking and um, irrational thoughts? Everyone overthinks something sometimes or, you know, we have negative thoughts now and again. But when we are going through the perimenopause and menopause, some women can find that they become much more prone to this. It can also have a profound effect on other symptoms, including contributing to sleep, low moods, and fatigue. So, what causes this? It seems to be that falling estrogen levels affect an area of our brain which is called the limbic brain, which is the ancient part of our brain that focuses on survival. It also focuses on and facilitates memory storage and retrieval. And this is very often where thoughts come in and you think, gosh, I haven't thought about that or that person for years. Why has this popped up now? So the ability to store memory and keep the lid on whatever it is, maybe, um, you know, things that happened to us that we weren't very happy about it. So this ability decreases and all sorts of things come up from, from the past. And I I sometimes think it's like opening the Pandora's box of our past and our past thoughts. So the limbic brain also helps us to establish emotional states. And when that gets a bit weaker, then a lot of subconscious information and emotions can suddenly break through and appear in in the present as well. The limbic brain is also associated with our fight or flight mechanism. And for those of you who've been following um, my talks and vlogs for a while, you will know that I mention flight or fight a lot because very often our nervous system gets stuck in flight or fight mode. And that can have quite a profound effect on our emotions and also our physical state. So what can you do to help yourself in this situation? Here's a few things that I I recommend. Journaling, I think this is one of the best things to do is journaling. So when these thoughts get stuck and you can't get rid of them and they go round and round and round, then writing them down can help. And very often that's a release. You write something down and, and that's it. It, it, it goes. So a lot of people find they do this just before they go to bed. It, it's putting down all the negative things of the day and then you think about something positive. So you're falling asleep in a positive state instead of a negative state, which can sometimes stay with you all night and then you wake up with it the next morning. So, find a distraction. If you find you've got a lot of free time, and when this pops up, then look at different things to distract yourself. Maybe reading, going for a walk, starting a new hobby, or anything that's going to help you focus on the here and now instead of what was going on in the past. Deep breathing. This is such a good one. I really recommend this for all aspects of the perimenopause and menopause. If you'd practice it every single day, you can get into the habit of stepping into it very quickly. And this can stop a lot of thoughts and also physical symptoms from just um, popping up. So a really simple one is you just breathe in slowly for four, hold your breath for one, breathe out for four and hold for one. And maybe do it 10 times and very often that will be enough to help calm you down. So maybe try to tackle the stress and anxiety. So these will make all negative thoughts worse. And I've said before, sometimes this keeps you in a big hole that you can't climb out of. So dealing with anxiety, whatever else is going on during your day, stress and poor sleep can be really helpful for for these thoughts. And try and get 30 minutes relaxation every day, such as meditation or, or yoga. For me, I find that just 20 minutes of yoga in the morning, maybe three or four times a week, helps to keep me much more stable. You can also look at helpful herbs such as Avena Sativa or Passionflower, which is known to aid relaxation. The herb Passionflower is in A. Vogel's Passiflora Complex Spray. And the great thing with the spray is that it's something you can carry with you. So no matter what you're doing, you can just Put a few sprays onto the tongue whenever you feel that you need something on the spot. Talk to someone about your thoughts. It can get to the point where you're really going round and round in circles and you're not sure whether you are thinking something rational or is it irrational. So other people can, perspectives can help. So Don't ask someone else who's anxious, otherwise you'll just build up things between you. But by getting someone else's perspective, they can maybe point out, look, to be honest, that's not really happening. Or they could say, you know, it's just a molehill, not a mountain. Or they could say, well, yeah, you know, this is serious and and I agree with you and, and I think you need to do something about it. So that way you're more likely to get the help that you need. And it can make such a difference knowing you've got someone on your side just to help you through this particular phase. But when do you need to see your doctor? So if the negative thoughts are happening on a daily basis, if they are affecting your daily life, if you are getting depressed, if you find you get to the point you don't even want to get out of bed to face the day, then this is the point where please see your doctor. And other things that can happen too, as I mentioned before about things coming from the past, if you've had a very traumatic childhood, a very traumatic event, something, you know, really traumatic that's happened to you and you've tried to suppress it and it's worked up to a point, then sometimes this is when these thoughts can come back with with a vengeance and they can cause a huge amount of distress. So in this situation, we would advise, seek advice, maybe get counselling. You could get something like CBT, um, NLP or EFT. So these are all things that you can learn. They're, they're, They're maybe mental things or physical things that you can do. So you can learn these and they can very often help you to feel that bit more in control of what's going on. So just remember, this is something that can happen to us all at some point during the perimenopause and menopause. I know it did with me and and, sometimes it can take a little while just to get everything back on an even keel. But I hope this podcast has helped you understand the issue a little more. And if this is something you're struggling with, then please try my tips. And don't forget to seek further help if you need it. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you did, don't forget to subscribe. Take care and thank you for listening.